Welcome to the Minute Church Podcast. Today we're continuing our Mortal Kombat series, and today's sermon is entitled Round One Fight. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast starting right now. You guys ready to dive into this today? I'm so, so excited to be continuing our Mortal Kombat series today. Today's sermon is entitled Fight. Fight. Not only is it entitled Fight, it's called Fight Round One. Fight Round One. And so, uh, as we've been going through this series, you know, the first uh, Sunday we started, we talked about being chosen. Being chosen. They had a mark. We've all have a mark. We've all been called by God to do God's work. And, uh, and then in the last two weeks, we, uh, once you, you know, if you play the game, you start it up, you get to pick your character. In the last two weeks, we talked about uh, two different characters. One uh, was Sub-Zero. He has an identity problem, identity issues. And so we want you guys to know who your identity is and what your identity stands for. And then last week we talked about Scorpion, one of my favorite characters in the game, my go-to character. And, uh, and you know, we, uh, we love uh, uh, talking about him. He, he is big on revenge, revenge. And so uh, we, we, we talked about being revenge. Anybody have revenge last week? Anybody got revenge on somebody? Somebody didn't cut y'all off in traffic? They cut me off in traffic, and I wanted to get revenge so bad, I wanted to go slit their tires when I got in the apartment. <laughs> Just kidding, I didn't. I wanted to. I thought about it. But anyway, anyway. But today I want to talk about fight, fighting. And so, so anybody in here ever been in a physical fist fight? Me too. Anybody else? Anybody? Woo! All right, all right, all right. Check it out. Check it out. All right, here we go. Step further. You guys can be on. Online cabs, you guys can tell us you've been in fights too. I love hearing from y'all. I love talking to you. Anybody ever been in a fist fight with a family member, a brother, sister? <laughs> Y'all, let me tell you something. My brother's not here. Hey, I think he's working today. But listen, one time, mom and dad had they had moved off. My dad was going through his ministry internship program, so he had to go do some pastoral stuff and and get this ordination. And and so me and my brother stayed back, and they went to Canapolis. We stayed back in Gastonia, and, and one one period of time, me and my brother were living together. Now, me and my brother's total opposites. I mean, total opposites. And, and like he's kind of reserved. I'm like, woo! I'm like, I'm about to go. He's loud. I'm I'm louder. Um, but I remember a time I bought groceries. I bought a lot of groceries. And I and, and, and this is and I, all I remember is the fight, y'all. I remember what it's about uh, as far as what happened, and I'm getting ready to go there. But I don't remember what the fight was about. Does that make sense? I don't remember what we were arguing about or fussing about. But that mug come out there, and he touched my groceries. He touched my stuff. Don't you touch my stuff. And all the next thing I know is I seen a bag fly across the yard. I don't remember. Tasha said it was milk. And then it was on like Donkey Kong. It's like the Mortal Kombat series. It says, fight. <laughs> Round one, fight. And now, I mean, it was on. All I know is I went from about a 10 to a 10,000. I was mad, and me and him, we got into it. We're like duking it out, and then we're beating each other up. We're throwing each other around couches inside my mom and dad's house. They have no idea this happened, y'all. So they're hearing it for the first time. I love you, Mom. Uh, she's like, it wasn't my stuff. It's y'all's. But anyway. I mean, we were beating each other up. See, don't want my butt later. I mean, it was bad. <laughs> and he tried to choke me out, knock my glasses off. I'm like, you knock my glasses off, I can still see. I can still see you. I mean, it was bad, y'all. I'm just telling you, it was bad. 
and it finally settled down. And I told him, I said, you still didn't beat me. <laughs> and we about went back at it again. I was tired. I couldn't breathe. I'm like, I'm done with this. I'm too big for this. I can't be doing this fight and stuff. It's all true. It's all true. I told you, I don't, I don't tell fake stories. But, but man, I, we was in a fight. A desperate fight. We wanted victory. See, that's the thing. When we fight, we want to win, right? We don't want to be the loser. We want to, when we fight, when I go in and I'm going into a battle, I don't want to lose it. I don't want, I don't want to lose. And, and I'll tell you guys uh, uh, very briefly, and I, and I tell people, when I take a shot, I don't miss. I want to make sure all my ducks are in a row because when I shoot, I don't want to miss. And, 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 and so, and so there's been times people's come at me and I was like, well, hold up, let me make sure I got all my stuff together before we go down this route that we're on. I told a guy one time, I said, the best thing you could do is leave me alone and do what I'm asking you to do because if you don't, it's going to be ugly. And he's like, he's like, nah, nah, well, I think it's the path we're going to go down. I said, if you just stop, it'll all go away. And he chose to play hardball, so when he played hardball, I had all my stuff together and, and, I, and I slammed that, that paper down. Oh, it was bad. <laughs> but what are we fighting today? See, in these, this particular incident that I'm talking about, it was something that, that I had a true reason to be fighting for. I needed to fight for. I had to fight for. It was, it was important for me to be fighting for what I was fighting for. And, 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 and when I go in there and, and I had all my facts together, I mean, I was fighting the good fight. But some of us today may be fighting silly things, things that don't even matter. You know, I thought I'd talk about the, the traffic stuff. But, man, people cut us off in traffic, and we get upset about it. And we get mad. Why well, I talk about traffic all the time? Because I drive, y'all. I think I drove about 1,000 miles last week. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's beginner level. <laughs> but there's been times where, I mean, I, people just cut me off, and it makes me so mad. Tasha will tell you, I get in the car, and I'm driving down the road, and if you go slow, you can't do the speed limit, and I start getting aggravated. Y'all know what aggravates me any more? When she's driving, <laughs> and she scares me. And I'm like tight the seatbelt sign her and I close my eyes. <laughs> I was going to have my life. But we fight about silly things. Silly things. Tasha, how many fights we've been in and arguments we've been in over silly things? A lot. Last week we talked about don't go to bed angry because it allows the foothold of the enemy to get rooted up into your home. And if he gets just a little bit in there, if he just gets a tad bit, did anybody go and watch the uh, skit guys thing I was talking about? Anybody? Nobody? I did. I went and watched it. I thought it was funny. But there's times in our life and in our walk we start picking out silly things to talk about and to dwell on. Well, I didn't like what they were wearing, so I'm going to be upset at them. She didn't drive the nicest car, so she don't belong to this church. He don't wear the nicest clothes. He don't wear name brands, so he can't come here. He's not good enough. That's the dumbest thing. When people get mad, rightly so, because nothing says there's no, there's nothing, nobody, they try to prove it to me. There's nothing in there that says you have to dress with Nikes or Air Jordans and, and belayed pants from Buckle that cost $200. And, and That's stupid. Y'all, come on. I'm just, I'm just being honest. There's nothing in the Bible that says you have to dress like just wear something, come as you are. 
I just want you to wear clothes. We're not that church. Trina, wear clothes. Trina's fake. She's visible. <laughs> Do you know what I like about our online campus? Online campus is amazing. I love our online campus. I wish you guys could all be here with us in person each and every week, but I'm thankful that we have that avenue because I believe in corporate worship. I believe in people that love. They get on my live stream because I talked about wearing good clothes at church. <laughs> Prove to me. But we love that ability to reach people. And reach people in the name of Jesus because Jesus what loves each and every one of us. Jesus went the extra mile. He took a battle worth fighting. We're going to learn about Jesus next week. So you guys make sure you're here for round two next week. And, and, and But I, I want to tell you guys a little bit today. There's a man in the Bible that loved to battle. He enjoyed it, I think, by the man named David. And David, in the Bible, was a man after God's own heart. He loved God. And see, God used David a lot. And, and, and David would battle in the Bible some good, I mean, he, he man, he does some awesome things. Let me, uh, let me get my scripture up here. And so, my thing logged out. But David, he loved God. And God seen the passion that David had. David kept driving after God. See, I want to tell you guys that, that when, when God sees the potential in you, he's going to send battles your way. He's going to send tests and trials your way. Well, Pastor Michael, you mean to tell me if I come to church... And I'm living my best life. God's still going to send trials and tribulations my way. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Let me tell you about Job real quick. Let me tell you what happened to Job in the Bible. Satan went to him and he said, or he went to God and he said, God, listen, I see your servant Job. I see how he loves you. I see what he's doing. I said, can I, can I mess with him? Can I, can I tempt him? God said, you can do anything you want to to Job other than kill him. It's biblical. It's in the scripture. You can do anything you want to to him, but you can't kill him. And so those that may know this story in the Bible, and we'll do a, we'll do a, a, a series on Job, but, but, but just real brief. Real brief but, but the enemy went after Job constantly. Day in, day out, constantly going out to Job. And, and, and one thing that Job continued to do, he kept his faith. His family, his wife, his friends and family said, so you just need to curse God and just let him ball, and ball up and die because it's not worth the fight that you're in. But Job's like, uh-uh. Uh, I know, I know. I'm going to keep going after God. I'm going to keep trusting God. It doesn't matter what happens here. It only matters once I get there. And, 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 so, and so David... In the Bible, he loved, he loved God. And so, and so he would go after, he would go after God as much because he loved, he loved him. Try to get my stuff set right. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right, so check us out, check us out. So we're in 1 Samuel 17. And so we're going to skip around. I'm not going to read all these, uh, these verses here. So I'm going to, I'm going to kind of condense these down, okay? So there was this Philistine named Goliath. 
had come out and he said, it was talking all this bad stuff, degrading them, degrading the land and, and speaking down on these people. Anybody ever spoke down on you? Oh, you're not good. You're not worthy. You suck at life. You're not going to be good enough to start a church. Ain't nobody going to come to Jesus because they don't like you. They're going to talk about you. They're going to bring up your past and they don't even know nothing about you. They're going to make up stories and lies about you. All this has happened to me in the last year and a half because people are intimidated by what we're doing. You ever know something funny? I don't think I have it up here. But, but those, those, those stickers that are not stickers, those, those things that we say, how can we pray for you, the big ones and the small ones, we put them out in different places. I put one up at this business all the time. And every time I go down there, somebody's done took it down. I said, are they that intimidated by people in Pilot Mountain? It's in two towns over, y'all. I don't get it. It don't make no sense to me. I said, are we that big, bad bullies? We're, we just love on people. But people are intimidated. And when they get intimidated by you, they start making up lies about you. And, 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 that's, and that's what Goliath was doing. He was calling them out. He was talking all this bad smack. Y'all need to be like Job. You need to ball up and die. God don't love you. Goliath was tall. He was big. Online campus, he was big. And I'd have, I'd have to find actual measurements and, 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 and look it up, but man, he was tall. It says six cubits. I don't know what cubits are. I had to, again, I had to look it up. Nine inches? Nine feet, sorry. Nine feet. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Looking at it. See, I love you guys. But Goliath kept standing there and shouting. Why do you come out to battle and line up, but you don't come out to fight? See, we all look big and bad. Here, let me get, let me get something real quick. We look big and bad when we're behind a tablet. Oh, Trina's over here. She's talking smack about me. Watch this. I, I, I'm big and bad here. Big bad bullies over in Pilot Mountain. <laughs> uh, we're we're going to take the cars down. We're going we're gonna to get on there. We're going to get on Instagram. We're going to get on their Facebook. We're going to give them a Yelp review. We're going to go on the Google review. We're going we're gonna to handle nothing about us. We're big and bad right here. But, but, but when that enemy's in front of you and you see him face to face, we ain't so big and bad no more. Oh, gosh, they're really big. They're really strong. They got all this armor on them. Ooh. Anybody ever felt like that? Feel strong behind this thing because can't nobody see you, but when it comes out to actually doing it, <sighs> Jamie and Robbie will tell you, I'll go extra mile and I will fight for you because if I believe in you, I'm going to go and I'm going to take it. Y'all were there. I went through hell and high water for them too. But I believed in them. I believed in what God had called them to do. And, and, and I faced a lot of Goliaths, but I wasn't scared. And, and, and why wasn't I scared? Because I knew that God had called me to do great and mighty things. The same God that's called me is the same God that's calling you guys to do great and mighty things. That you can stand up to Goliaths and you can fight Goliaths. 
But let's check this out. Check this out. Check it out. So you had all the had all the Israelites. They were out there. They were terrified. They were afraid. Big man standing up there. He's talking all this smack. He's talking all this. Oh man, he's going to take us out. He's going to kill us all. And I know if he kills us all, this ain't going to be good for me and my family and my and my aunts, my uncles, my nieces, nephews. It's going to be bad. Ain't going to be good. And, and and David at this time was young. He was very young. And so, and, and so Saul here wouldn't let him go out to the battlefield. He needed to stay back and tend to the sheep, take care of things back at the house, get things in order, keeping them safe. But he could hear what was going on. He'd go out, he'd go out to the battlefield, and he'd check on what was going on and go back and report, hey, man, what's this guy doing out there? I want to be that guy. I want to be in what y'all, what y'all talking about. I'll be sitting at work sometimes, and I'll hear him talking about something. Hey, what are y'all talking about over there? <laughs> I wanna, what's going on? Do I need to go get my box of gloves? Do we need to go fight? The, do we need to fight this good fight? Do we need to fight it? So, and so David is out taking care of the flock. He kept telling Saul, he said, hey, man, he said, I want to go out here. Let me, let me go out here and fight. Everybody else is standing counter. Let me go out here and fight. Let me go out here and do this. Haven't I before fought off lions and tigers? And, 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 and the Bible doesn't say bears, but lions, tigers, and bears. Oh, my. But I want to believe that David had fought off bears. I want to believe, and I know that the scripture tells us he's fought off lions and tigers. And I'm going to tell you guys something. God isn't going to allow you to fight a Goliath if you can't fight the kitty cat. Did y'all catch what I said? Did y'all hear me? Your online campus, listen to what I'm saying. God isn't going to allow you to fight a Goliath if you can't fight the lions and tigers. If you can't fight off the little things, he ain't going to let you fight off the big things. Some of you are trying to fight off Goliaths when you can't take care of the small things. You're having issues battling off the little things. Well, Pastor Michael, all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yes, and I believe that God can give you the strength and the ability to do all that, but you've got to trust and lean on him. Do you have your whole self to God or do you have just a small portion? Well, Pastor Michael, I want to come to, I come to church each and every week. I listen to the online stream every week. I may have to catch the replay. I watch it every week. I listen to the podcast every week. So, so I, I, I'm doing what God's asked me to do. Are you just coming to church, attending church? Are you invested in God? There's a difference. There's a difference, y'all. You can come to church. You can be you, just attending church. Isn't going to get you to heaven. Being invested in God and letting God and restore that brokenness in your life. Letting God touch your heart. And, 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 and I'm going to tell you guys, I, and I love when you guys serve. Serve in the church. Pay your tithes, your offerings, and give to God. God's blessed you with the job. He's given you the ability to, to work. And, and so get, and listen, y'all, God only asks for 10%. My message isn't about tithing and offering, but I just want you guys to know, God only asks 10%. And, and, and we've made it so easy for you guys and, and, and online campus to give each and every week. 
for me, and so I don't forget, we set up reoccurring payments. I get paid every two weeks, so I go in there. Every two weeks, it comes out automatically. My checks are pretty much the same. But I got it set up to where it gives additional because I want to love on God. We wonder why we got mess going on in our lives because we're not invested in the God and we're trying to fight Goliaths. We got hell and high waters, but we're not invested in God. Pastor Michael, you beat me up today. No, I'm trying to encourage you to get invested in God. I want to have encounters with God. I want you guys to encounter God like never before. We were at a youth conference. And I tell you, in the middle of nowhere, and a young lady came up to me and she said, hey, I want to give my life to Jesus. Let's do it. And she had an encounter with God that day. She had an encounter with God because, because I, God could do more in a moment than I could do in a lifetime, but we had invested in what God was doing in life for being changed. When you invest in God, your life can change and life around you will begin to change as well. Tracy, you invested in God and Chris' life was changed. You invested in him. Abby Fernando, you invested in God and, and um, shoot, honest life was changed, sorry. Too many A's going on. But y'all invested. You're invested because we said yes and didn't listen to the crowd, didn't listen to the people. We invested in God and we were able to touch slice and give people the opportunity. David was invested in God. He'd fall off the lions, the tigers and bears. Ah, I love it. Thank you. <laughs> That's from the Wizard of Oz. For the ones who don't know, you may be too young. <laughs> but, but David's like, I want to go out here. And David goes out. He goes back to Saul, and Saul's like, you don't have any training. You don't have any ability to go up and stand against this man, this Goliath. And I love David. And I, and I, and I, I try to think of myself as David to stand up and fight and, and, and be there. He went back, and he's like, I want to go out here and battle this Philistine. This man named Goliath. And so I was like, you don't have the training, you don't have the armor. I was the most unqualified person to do what God's called us to do, but I answered the call anyway. You may feel unqualified. David was unqualified, but he stood up and said, I will go. I will stand before Goliath because I know God within me will give me the strength that I need to overcome. Some of you today need to know that you can stand up and follow what God's called you to do. And, and what's cool about this is, is David went back to where his brothers were. And he said, and he heard this man speaking. And, and, his, and, and listen, y'all, this is what his brothers were saying. This is something my brother would say to me. What are you doing down here? What do you think you're doing? You small. You don't have the ability. You don't have the training. You don't have the knowledge. This guy will devour you, David. Now, if it's me and my brother, we've been having a heated argument right there. I've been trying to seek revenge. I'm like, I'm about to show you what's about to go down. <laughs> I've been that cocky guy. I'm like, let me show you what's about to be happening. I'm about to take you outside. Let me cash you out back. I'm about to, that's, that's what I've been doing. <laughs> 
And I, and I again, thank myself as David. I just want to be transparent and real with you. And I think David was like, <laughs> I got this. I got it. Because I know God's got me. So check us out. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. Uh, we're, we're bouncing all the right, way around uh, Samuel 7 here. <laughs> so, so when David talked to Saul, and I tell you guys, that he fought off lions and bears? That's in verse 34 there. He rescued the sheep from their mouths. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be just like one of those. <laughs> Again, if you've been in the battles, you ever heard the saying, been there, done that, got scars to prove it? <laughs> That's what David was saying. Hey, I've been there. If I've taken out the lion, I'm taking out the bear. Then this is nothing. This is nothing. I told y'all wrong. It doesn't say that there's uh, uh, tigers in there. My bad. <laughs> So David, after he convinced Saul, go out to the battlefield. David boldly stood up and went out there. Trying, trying to get to the right spot here. In verse 41, it says, Meanwhile, the Philistine with his, his shield buried in front of him kept coming closer to David. He looked David over and saw that he was little, more than a boy, growing with health and handsome, and he despised him. He was mad that, that I mean, Goliath here, he was getting mad that this is who they sent out to fight him. It was an insult. Think about that. If that was you, you're standing there. I'm the big bad bully over here in Pilot Mountain. I'm the big bad bully. And this is who, this is who keeps taking my card down. I'm probably going to laugh. <laughs> Y'all, this really is, really is happening. But David was upset. I mean, excuse me, Goliath was upset that they sent David out here. Man, saw me with this guy. I, I love his response. Goliath said to David, am I a dog? Am I a dog that you come to me with a stick? <laughs> Don't match, imagine me. Big, tall, nine-foot guy, little tiny David up in there. And he steps out there like, <laughs> I got this. David was bold, but he trusted God. He trusted what God was going to do for him, for his family, for his people, God's people, the other Israelites that were there. And, and, and the thing started to cuss out to David and his gods. He said, come here, he said. He said, I'll give you flesh, your flesh to the birds and to the wild animals. See, see, Goliath had already claimed victory. There's people right now that's already claiming victory over you. The enemy wants you to know that you 
have failed. He wants to remind you of all your failures. The enemy constantly wants to remind us of our failures, the things we've messed up on, the hiccups that we've had in our lives. I seen something this week and it was very, very amazing. The people who are criticizing you the most are the ones who are doing the least work. That was one I've seen. The ones that are criticizing you the most are the ones who aren't doing the work at all or aren't doing as much work as you are. Your worst critics out there are going to be the ones who are going to say, oh, what you're doing sucks. What you're doing is not good enough. What you're doing is not worthy enough. But they're not putting the time and the effort in. You guys want to know how busy our lives are? I work 60 hours, just not including church work, 60 hours a week between my two jobs that I have outside of here. I'm not saying you guys just to boast. I'm just trying, I just want to share just a little bit of light into you guys. 60 hours just working. On my days off, I'm doing church stuff. I'm getting sermons prepped. I'm reaching out to our team, our families, and different members of the church. I'm constantly talking throughout you guys. I try to answer you all back. <laughs> and if I don't, it's usually a little bit later, right? But I try to answer you all back. Why do I do that? People tell me crazy. And then I'm a father on top of that of two wonderful girls, a husband. And so I got a lot going on. But I, And people want to say, hey, you're, what you're doing, you're failing. Hey, we're not failing. We're succeeding because we love God. God's blessed us beyond imagine because God sees the sacrifice that we make. The enemy wants to call us and already say, hey, what you're doing is a failure, but we're standing bold and we keep walking towards the target. Because when we shoot... Not going to miss. The enemy wants you to miss. And today I want to encourage you when you stand boldly with God and God's called you and He's brought you out of these things that you've been in before, He's setting you up so you can face different things. Why do bad things happen to good people? I don't know, but I can tell you that God's preparing for your biggest blessing yet. Because when you go through something, it's preparing you for something that you're going to endure in the future. You may be a blessing to somebody, you not even know it. You may be able to say, hey, I went through the very same thing you're going through. Let me show you how I overcome it. And you may be able to help somebody. That's why our stories are so important. Our stories are worth telling. And so David goes out. He sees the Philistines. And I'm going to close with this. He sees him. He sees him standing there. He's getting mocked. He's getting told he's a failure. He's a loser. He's not going to make anything. That God can't help him. That God's not going to do anything to, uh, to overcome and provide a way out. <laughs> But David tuned all that out and kept walking. And as he was walking, he kept moving closer and closer to Goliath. And David had picked up a few rocks and he had a sling. And most as you know, he took one rock and he starts swinging that thing around and he swings it off as he runs towards Goliath. And it tells us in the scripture it hits Goliath in the most center point of his head and, and, and probably right in here that's accuracy beyond imagine but only God could allow it to happen of course he kills uh, Goliath and, and David goes on he, he, he uses and, and again this is, how, this is how creative David is he goes I'm going to take his sword I'm going to take Goliath's sword I'm going to cut off his head and I'm going to take that back and say hey look what we've done because God can do more in a moment than we can do in 10,000 lifetimes. God loves you guys. 
But, but quit trying to look at these big fights and let the enemy tell you that you failed. Because you haven't failed if you're with God. If you're walking in the right steps, it may seem like failure all the way around you. When we started this thing and we've been doing these things, there's been times I feel like we failed. But God's been a constant reminder to me, hey, this is why you do what you do. Last Sunday was a big reminder to me. It's why we never gave up. Why we keep enduring what we're doing. Why we keep showing up each and every week. Why we post things on Facebook each and every week to be encouragement. Because we love God and we love what God's getting ready to do. Because the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come in your life. The best is yet to happen. But, but, but if you haven't taken care of the small things... Get those things in order so you can be prepared to face the Goliaths that are coming. If you guys don't mind, if you'll stand with me this morning. Father God, I want to thank you so much for this day, God. God, I want to thank you for allowing your son Jesus to come to this earth to die on the cross for us. God, I want to pray over everybody in here today. God, that they'll stand firm in their faith. God, that, that when the enemy comes their way and tells them that they're a failure, God, remind them that they are somebody. And God, remind them that they are worthy. And God, help them if they haven't been able to take care of the small things in their life. God, reveal to them what those things are, God. And God, help them to continue to fight those things so they can be prepared to fight the Goliaths in the future. And Lord, somebody don't know you, let them know what I had to do is say the simple prayer. Dear Jesus, I'm a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. Thank you for coming to this earth to die on the cross for me. And when it gets tough, God, help me to be a reminder that you died for me and that you've forgiven me. Help me to stay rooted to my faith. And when Goliath comes, help me to stand firm in my faith and trust in you. Name I pray. Amen. Thank you again for tuning into the Medic Church podcast. If you need prayer today, you can submit a prayer request by going to www.medicchurch.com forward slash pray. Submit a prayer request. Our team is standing by ready to believe that God's going to meet each and every need that is submitted. We can't wait to be with you next time as we give another life-giving message. We'll see you soon.